how do they still play well right in the cold right what adjustments do you need to make on a cold day versus a warmer day And we're back for another part train. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan Singer. I've got my partner in crime, also aboard the train, Mr. Matt Cermak. We're back. What's going on, Serm? How we doing, Ev? Feeling good. Feeling really good. But um, the weather's changing out there, Ev. It's, we're, um, talking, we're talking it's, cold weather, and Serm's got a glass of red wine in front of him. But before we get to that. It's, 40, it's 46 and rainy here in Chicago. So, you know, trying to warm up. It is... Uh, well, my computer defaulted to Tucson, Arizona weather. That's not right. I don't know what oh. it is in L.A. right now. Uh, I'll pull it up while we're talking on my uh, my cell phone. But in case you guys are new, oh, it's 80 degrees here in Marina Del Rey. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in case you guys are new, uh, first of all, thank you. Welcome aboard the train. Our mission on the par train is to help frustrated golfers enjoy the ride again on and off the course. And we believe that if you can learn to smile through bad golf, you can essentially smile through anything. Trust me, I've lived it. We <laughs> interview PJ Tour pros, best-selling authors, CEOs, mental coaches, everyday golfers like you and me, and more to make the hardest game in the world feel easy and help you get out of your own way, shoot your lowest scores ever, and enjoy the ride. Sir, we're just making the mental game more relatable. That's what That's we're it, doing. We're right, more people. accessible. Exactly. So before we get to this episode about cold weather, the mental challenges that come along with it, commitment, all that good stuff, uh, because it's starting to get chilly out there, uh, mm -hmm. quick word from our friends at Roback Activewear oh. Performance Apparel, whatever you want to call it. Um, like I just said, Serm, it's getting chilly, okay? Yes. And what do you need when it starts to get chilly out there? It's the perfect time to get yourself a little something. Well, you got to go get a Roback, use it. That's the first thing you got to do. You agree? You got to get a quarter zip for sure. What else? You got to get a vest. Okay. Layer on top of the quarter zip. Great point. What else? Stocking cap or beanie. Oh, they do have those. That's right. Well, we should check to make sure they have those in stock. But no, what else? Getting in stock. You're forgetting a very important piece. You got to fill it in for me. Go. You got to get a performance hoodie. It's my favorite thing that they oh, make. Very casual out west look. Yep. For they the just jumpers. dropped sure. new colors. And everything that they sell is four-way stretch. It is the softest material you'll ever wear. It's tight on the arms just so it doesn't, like, ride up and get into your hands while you're playing golf. Um, nice and fitted around the shoulders, but nice and loose where you want it in the midsection. It's just a perfect hoodie. Those hoodies are really, really sharp. Got to get the hoodie. Because you got to find that right combo of layers when you're out there. When it's 60 degrees in L.A., and nobody leaves their house, right? But you're yeah, going to play golf cold. early in the morning, right? Way Ed? too You're cold. going still. I'm going still, but it's you got to have layers. Right. Because 60 degrees in the morning, it's, a, it's, it's too cold. <laughs> Clearly, I'm kidding. But <laughs> it, yes, it, it is watch, chilly for this yeah. area of the country. But uh, I think the point here, guys, is I want you to go and tap the show notes of this episode, and you'll find a link in there. You tap that link, you'll get 15% off any rowback apparel that you want to buy. Um, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Now, here's the thing. Holidays are coming up. Uh, Black Friday's coming up. I would get these things now because they sell out. There's no guarantee that these things yeah. will still be in stock by then. And so either get yourself uh, a gift or share this code or our link with someone else and have yeah. them get it for you. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily rollback, but just with all the supply chain issues out in the country, like knowing what's going to happen for the holidays, get it. Now, get your rollback holiday gifts now for 
your friends, your girlfriend, your family. Do it, right, Ev? Yeah, and we should say, like, we're going to talk about this stuff in the episode, but uh, it's not enough to just to get warm clothing on the course. You need stuff that stretches with you, that feels good, that layers well, and that looks good, that makes yeah. you feel confident when you go out there. And Roback has all of it. Canada Goose Vest is great, keeps you warm. Can't swing in it, though. No. You know, you, you need a balance. You need a balance. The, so, guys. Roback. Either hit this episode uh, show notes, tap the link there, or if you're scrolling through Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, oh. find us at The Part Train. Give us a follow. Thank you very much. And you'll find the link in our bio, as always, and get yourself 15% off or get an amazing gift for dad, for friends, for your wife. They've got ladies wear now. For anyone, your son, your daughters, they've got it all. Get yourself something nice. You deserve it. Okay. Okay. Now, guys, full transparency. I suggested going in a different direction. Serm was adamant. Oh. You know, we don't really ever talk about cold weather mm. on this show. And it is starting to get chilly this time yeah. of year. So, Sermac, as you guys know, if you've listened for a while, lives in Chicago. Uh, I live in Los Angeles. So, mm. Sermac, born and raised in Chicago, very familiar with the cold. As in, in case you don't know, he comes from a family of four boys he's one of four all four played college golf d1 college golf in chilly climates so uh i think there's a lot to unpack in this episode and sir i'm just gonna kick it to you yeah we've got no outline we're free-flowing uh where do you think what's most important that comes to mind for you to still play good golf in the cold weather well, thanks for that intro, Ev. I feel like I'm about to uh, give a talk at the PGA show about this cold weather. This is your TEDx. <laughs> this is my uh, TEDx moment. Look, I mean, <laughs> it, it's getting cold. It's all relative, right, Ev? We laugh. I, I make the jokes about LA, but like, you know, what 40 or 45 is in Chicago is what 55, you know, or 60 might be, depending on if there's no sun in LA, right? It's all relative, right? So we all have to adjust at this time of year when we're playing golf because. In Chicago, a lot of the courses, the greens close, you know, after Thanksgiving, not every, not all the public courses, but all the private courses and some of the public courses. So like, this is kind of a race to the finish, you know, especially in the Midwest and on bent grass, because you just can't keep those greens open all year. So we want to get out there and get as many rounds as we can. But, you know, it's interesting now, I was really thinking about this, this topic, because I played three times last week, one in Chicago, then twice in Denver and all three of those rounds, it was very cold in the morning so cold to the point in denver where we couldn't even get the tea in the <laughs> in the tea box on the first like two holes that could be a strength so, issue but sure yeah. I, I hear you so Maybe if you're a little just, stronger you know you oh, could have gotten it in the ground but i digress keep going oh you know sometimes you just got to put the ball on the ground and hit, hit a three wood and hit it 285 like i was doing out in denver whoa you know in the cold yeah. Oh, it's well, because the, the, the fairways helps. were frozen. Altitude, <laughs> altitude frozen helps. fairways, three wood, two eighty five. And I it hit all makes sense. lasers. I hit lasers <laughs> with that three wood, and you know that. <laughs> um, but you, but I mean, like planning for a cold weather day, you know, is is just a lot different than your normal day. And where does it start, Ev? It starts with how you're going to dress, mm-hmm. getting the right layers. And there's nothing worse than hitting a golf shot feeling that you were restricted by the clothes you were wearing. We've all yeah. been there. It's the worst, yeah. right? Yeah. Throws you off. So 
you got to get the right layers. And I'm a big believer of being, you know, if you have to be a little cold over the golf shot, over the swing, that's fine. That as long as you're not restricted. Oh, interesting. So one thing I've always done, Ev, because, because like, I mean, honestly, I like, you know, on a 40 degree day, I like a turtleneck, you know, maybe a little Under Armour action. A turtleneck? And then a, a good Roback Q-zip so it can breathe. Yeah, I mean, come on, we're classy out here. But it, well, you know, me, Roback, you or a mock. Roback has long sleeve performance tees, which are basically better than Under Armour material that yeah, you but can not also warm use enough. to put under the Again, polo. Stop the LA talk. I want you to get to that in a minute about what you would wear. But let me talk about when it's 40 degrees. Okay. 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 So (laughs) two layers, three layers doesn't, three layers is too much. It just always is for me. I'd rather be a little cold over the golf shot. Right. And then warm in between shots. So oftentimes, especially if you're riding a cart, especially if you're, you know, a lot of times you're riding a cart, bring your winter jacket to wear in between shots. It's been a huge thing for me. Huge, you right? So I'm throw staying the winter warm. jacket on in between shots? Correct. Because when you're on the cart, it's going to get, then the wind gets in your face, yeah. right? So it gets, it, you're going to get even colder in that moment, but that keeps you warm in between shots. And then you obviously take the winter jacket off to that next shot, but have the, the two, two layers so you can make that aggressive swing. That's just, that's just my thing. Hmm. Now, as it comes to, obviously you're going to wear pants. You know, I like wearing shorts under the pants. I like long socks too. Sometimes two pairs of socks, you know, or wool socks, <laughs> you know, if you're not getting any sun out there um, and you got to have hand warmers, you got to have hand warmers out because when your hands are, when your hands are cold, oh God, God forbid you hit a thin shot on the first hole. Oh, you can be, you can be done for the day. Did you see my post a few weeks ago when I did that? My right then? ring finger went numb. <laughs> For like three holes. You want to talk about jarring? I was wondering if that finger was ever going to come back. Luckily, yeah, it did. Yeah, it's tough. Ev. It's really <laughs> tough. It's tough to hear. So, you know, uh, I, so I, you got to have t- two sets of hand warmers, you know, in case they go out, you got to have a backup. But you got to be getting that going early, right? <laughs> Sometimes you put them before the round, put them in your shoes, too, because you're, when those toes go numb, oh, God, it's bad. So, you know, finding that right, finding the key layers. You know, bringing that jacket for the golf cart, having those hand warmers, um, you know, hot chocolate doesn't hurt as well, but um, it starts there. Ev. What do you think? I mean, you know, you get cold out there too. I would say this. I would be careful with Matt's suggestion of two socks in the shoes, because if I'm using my, um, my snowboard knowledge, if I'm going to go up to Mammoth or Colorado, they explicitly tell you not to wear two socks because it actually can cut off your circulation and prevent the blood flow and then actually make your feet colder than Let me just one for thicker a second, pair. Though. Your Go feet ahead. are strapped in, though. It's, I, I totally get that, you know, but golf's different. But, but fair. I'll okay. take it. Okay. Well, I just, you know, I want to have <laughs> the medical learnings I've learned in the past. I don't want to be giving people bad advice here. Okay? The medical so. learnings. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually, this is really funny, and I live in a much warmer climate than you. I actually feel, so this maybe shows uh, my tolerance is a little bit less than yours. I, no way I want to be cold. The last thing I want is to be cold on the golf course. So I'll wear, I've worn four layers where I'll wear my, now granted they're lighter than what you, maybe you wear. So maybe it evens out, but 
Yeah. You know, on so for example, I've played in 40 degree weather early in uh California on an early day in the winter. 40 yeah, 40 degrees, sometimes lower. And I'll wear um my long sleeve performance tee from Roback underneath my polo with a Q-zip fully zipped up and then my Roback vest. And I've oh. still been a little chilly at times with that depending if there's wind. Um, and then as we play, I'll just remove layers. And luckily, like we said in the intro, rowback is so stretchy that I usually don't feel that restricted um, with sure. those layers. But I think CERN brings up a good point. You need to understand with your body, your swing, the types of sizes that you wear, right? Like I tend to wear my Q-zip a little bit bigger, so it's looser. Um if I was wearing a medium, maybe I wouldn't feel that way, you know, but I wear large. So um, I think it's important to gauge wanting to feel comfortable on the course in the cold. Um, I personally don't like feeling cold, so I layer up a little bit more uh, and check that on the range when you're swinging. Like, can you mm -hmm. make a turn? Can you make your, you know, a decent swing at it? The one thing you didn't mention, sir, which is actually a game changer. If you want to wear, if, if you're with CERM and you want to wear less layers so you feel less restricted, you got to go beanie. Beanie is a must-have. What does the beanie on, have to do with the layers? Keep you warm. So if you want to wear sure. less layers, um, throw a beanie on instead of a hat, and that'll keep you warm, and then your body isn't as restricted, but you're still warm because of the beanies. Well, and the other thing, uh, I agree with you. I mean, I think the beanie is sometimes a, a judgment call. You know, if, if the sun's out, I don't want the beanie because I'll sweat. You know, like the forehead will sweat. I don't like that. But if the sun's not out, <laughs> definitely the beanie. But the other thing is that how many times have we played golf early in the morning when it's freaking cold and then by the back nine, it's warming up. So for me, right. I'm all, like, if it's 42 when we tee off and it gets to 57 or 60, I've got a polo. I've got another shirt in my bag so I can change on the course, right? So I take off the two heavy layers and then maybe put on a new shirt. So you got to always have that backup plan when you're looking at the weather and what it's going to be. Do you agree? Yes. And I want to make it very clear. This is not a podcast about us talking about what clothes we wear in the cold. That is just to give you a little bit of base knowledge of like yeah. the things that pop up for you from a mental side slash commitment in the cold weather and just how you play the golf course. So course management, mental side, all that is affected by cold weather. Part of that right. could be what you wear and feeling restricted in your swing. How do you navigate that? Right? So Let's talk to the things that people really need, which is how do they still play well right. in the cold, right? What adjustments do you need to make on a cold day versus a warmer day? Yeah. Well, you have to kind of accept, you know, that this is just going to be a tougher day for everybody, right? Not just you. Um, and you've got to make those adjustments. I mean, look, you can stretch for hours. You can keep your body as warm as as you think you can and sweat and all that stuff. And that's great to stay loose, but at the end of the day, you're just going to be tight out there, right? You're just going to be tighter than normal. And you have to recognize that you have to realize that it's going to be harder, especially if, you know, as Evan's wearing four layers, which seems a bit extreme, but we'll talk about that later. What already talked about? We're not going to talk about it. Um, making a turn going back. It's just going to be harder to get into your right side, you know, and you have to recognize that. So for me, I'm in the cold weather. I'm hitting a lot of knockdowns. I'm taking an extra club, half a club, maybe a club more. 
and just realizing that it's just going to be why work so hard to try to make some big turn because it's not naturally happening. Yeah. Um, just take a little extra club and then the air, the cold air, the ball just doesn't go as far either. And I think I have, you, you were talking about that offline. Um, so that's a combination, right? Where your body can't quite coil like it typically can. And then the ball is just not going to fly as far. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there's that, you know, the term in the wind when, when breezy swing easy, um, I kind of, you know, take that to the cold as well. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm already, my mind is already kind of um, thinking about the elements more than normal. So how can I make this easy on myself? Take yeah. an extra club, swing a little smoother, hit knockdowns. Um, that's a big thing for me, Ev, but you've got to recognize that in your warmup. Yeah. You've got to hit those shots. You've got to realize this is your plan today. This is what's well, my plan, right? And you may have a different, I want to hear what you have to say about this, but that's my plan when I go into cold weather. You know, yeah. um, what do you think? That's a lot of great points. I think the first thing is remember, we're, I mean, I assume you're choosing to be out there unless you really, one of your friends or family members really dragged you out there. That's, that's another discussion. Um, but I think the same strategy entails. If you're out there, you're out there. Yes. Right. So the attitude of I really don't want to be out there, definitely not going to help you commit to your shots. And if you're hitting uncommitted shots and you're dreading every shot and you're complaining, it's going to be a long day. Right. So embrace what you're in. Right. If you're in cold weather, do the things that can make it more bearable, like wearing a jacket from shot to shot or bringing hand warmers or drinking hot beverages, whatever you want to do. Put a little whiskey and the hot chocolate. You know? Yeah, play some music. Put on some, put on some Christmas music. I don't know. I've never done that on the course. But yeah, hey, whatever little, it you need. That's a little strange. I wouldn't do that. Guys, but okay. <laughs> whatever you need. What if that gets you in a good yourself, mood? <laughs> yeah, whatever you need to put yourself in a better mindset. You got to have the mindset. It's like Ricky Fowler playing in the wind. Oh. Like the guy embraces the wind. It's like guys playing in the rain. Like you can either complain or you realize that you're playing in the rain, so you might as well try and enjoy Sorry. it. Find Sorry, something. I'm pouring to a little red wine. I'm trying to stay warm right now. Yeah. Sorry. See, Serm's choosing red wine. I wouldn't do that on the course either. But hey, we're trying wow. to find ways to stay warm <laughs> here. Okay. But okay, that's one. Two, tight bodies. Mm. I've done a video about this before. Oh. And uh, I think this is really important. It's impossible to have a confident, committed swing with a tight body. Yes. Right. 100%. So number one, if you know you're playing in cold weather, you got to do something to warm up. Like I know a lot of us amateurs roll out of the car and trust me, I get it. Driving to the golf course when you're looking at the dial in your car of how cold it is and you got the heat on and you're playing some music and it's super early and you just rolled out of bed. At, it's five something in the morning. You're trying to hit a first out tee time so you can get back and Enjoy the rest of your day. I get it. Last thing you want to do is open that car door when you get there and be out on the range and start warming up. But you got to do something, whether it's stretching or making sure you get to the range. Do something that your body is at least somewhat warm. Now, to your point, in the cold, you're going to be tighter. That's a fact. So going to my first point of embracing the situation you're in, what will help me? What will help my body? All right. right. Well, and Ev, I mean, I think this is great what you're getting to. Like, you, is, the warm up is so key. You got to hit balls in the cold before you play, or you might as well just forget about it, but you might not be able to, right? So, what I like to do, there, there's been times that I've been able to warm up. I'll do a dynamic warm up in the parking lot. 
right? <laughs> I'd love to see this. <laughs> I'll, I'll do some jogs. I'll do some high knees. I'll do some kicks. You've got to loosen up your body in a way that you're not typically able to, especially if you can't hit balls. So a, dyna- a dynamic warm-up is key. We're bringing a football. Wants, who wants Bring to a see football. Cermak? Who wants to see Cermak doing high knees in the parking lot? You're talking about one of those athletic guys never, you know, come out of the northwest side. I mean, I can move, I can groove. Or bring a football with your buddy, throw it around a little bit, run a few routes. If you know it's going to be quick. It sounds crazy. We used to see college teams do that. You know, you just got to find ways to stay loose if you're getting to the course and you're teeing off in 10 minutes. You know? Yeah. What I like, here, here's a little bit more subtle way to do that in case someone's listening and they're like, there's no way I'm doing high knees in the, in the parking lot. Um, okay. You, take, you walk D- in. Don't want to shoot low scores. That's fine. Yeah, walk okay. in brisk. Place your bag down by the range, a practice screen. Then run to the bathroom. You look okay. like you're just trying to save time. Run to the bathroom, run back. Get your heart rate going. Um, get a little run in without letting people know you're getting a run in. That's, that's a little pro tip for you. Um, in LA, it's all about the image. You want to make sure you embarrass yourself. You know, some people well, you want to, know, I want to help scores. people. Other get, people care about their reputation. That's all right. I want to help people get loose. You know, um, <laughs> but, but it, it, I think but here's jokes, the other thing. Aside, you got to you got to find what's best for you. You know, but to yeah, exactly to the, your point though, sir. I think this supports it. If you know it's colder, you know the ball is not going to go as far. Um, you know that your body's going to be a little tighter. You know you're wearing more clothes than you normally do, right? Make it easier on yourself. This, is, this goes along with everything we talk about on this show. How do we make the hardest game in the world a little bit easier? Yep. Taking an extra club, even when it's not that cold. Like if I'm playing, and I, I usually try and get out super early. Um, if, even if it's 55, even if it's 60, and when I'm normally playing in 70 plus, yeah. I'll, I'll choke down, I'll take a little extra club. Love because it. Because it's about understanding how far is the ball flying today? Like on that note, sir, in, in regards to distance control, how far would you say, how many yards do you normally take off due to like 50 and below? Like 50 and below weather-wise? Like 50 degrees and lower. Um, yeah. If you're I mean, playing you're, chilly weather, what do you say, le- 10 yards? Yeah, I mean, you're at least a half club and yeah. oftentimes a club. Yeah, so yeah. probably five to 10 yards yeah. um, to start your round. And look, on the mental side, that might be challenging for some people to commit to. Right. So for sure, for sure. So it's also like that's what the warm up in the range is for, right? And it's also like treating the first four holes of the day, like Matt Kuchar taught us. Uh, see where the see where your distances are at. See where Center your ball green. striking's at. Right. Take a little extra club. Maybe put it a little back in your stance. Maybe aim for the middle well, of the greens. Well, but, but going I would for t- flex. But take it. Let's take it even back further. That first hole, you're you're cold. You're tight. You're not sure. And maybe it's a 410 yard hole, and you typically would have hit a driver. But like, just maybe hit a three wood. Make an easy yeah. swing. What do you feel today? It's going to be harder today. You're probably not going to shoot your best score ever. Yeah. But figure if you're in a match with your buddies, figure a way commit to a plan tweak that plan a little extra club knockdowns and just do it i mean i've last well this is where i think this is where we want this conversation to go is like well, what about when we're playing out there what's it like and i was playing harborside last weekend which is a kind of a link style course in 
Chicago uh, gets very windy. You've played there, have you? I think you played there in the windiest day in the history. Oh my of Chicago. god, it was like forty-five mile per hour. It's, wind. There's it was- not a tree on the property, so we were playing, and it wasn't like frigid out there. It was cold when we started, but um, got a little warmer throughout the day. But um, I just knew it was going to be a tough day. We we're playing for money. We were teamed up. I was given nine shots to a couple guy each. And I was on a par five, and this one of the guys said to me, and it was like a 530-yard or hole. And, you know, it was cold. It was kind of windy. The fairways weren't really running. Ev, if I would have pulled the driver and ripped it, and then ripped a three-wood, could maybe, maybe get there. Probably not. So he's like, I pulled the three-wood out. It's kind of a tight hole, too. And he goes, why are you hitting a three-wood here? And I said, well, I don't think I can eagle this hole today. So... Mm. It's cold. They're always not really running like they typically do. There's wind. So I just said, okay, this is a three-wood hole. Then it's a hybrid. Then it's a wedge. Maybe a look at birdie, but par's okay. And that's what I did to put it for par. But that takes guts. That's an ego thing. You talk a lot about ego, but I recognized this is a tough day. Pars are going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I hit... I mean, it's a wide open, pretty wide open course. You can kind of bust driver in there, but I hit a lot of three woods and just played for par. And it won me a lot. It won me some money, you know, but cold weather, recognize it. You're not, it's not going to be your best day out there. It's just not, but you can still win and still play well if you commit to that plan. I love it. Here's the funny thing about this. This reminds me a lot, Serm, about our episode after the U.S. Open of playing every round like it's U.S. Open. It's a very similar type of game plan mentally. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people this winter season after listening to this podcast might actually somehow shoot their lowest scores in cold conditions because it's Mm. an excuse to lower your expectations. You maybe simplify your game plan. Your body isn't feeling as loose. So maybe you swing a little bit lighter, Mm -hmm. right? And you, you try and control your controllables. It'd be really easy. Like, how often do we tell ourselves par is a good score here? Not well, very often. Right. You're, you're saying, Ronnie, just relate this to any day. On yeah. 80 degrees and sunny, right? Yeah. Like this yeah, like, hole, this hole isn't my perfect hole, right? Like set, it doesn't set up for me perfectly. Joe talked about this, my brother. Just take what you have. You'd be surprised yeah. yourself, right? When you go stress-free. Yeah. I mean, think about it. How I, I bet you a very small percentage of people listening to this think to themselves on a par five. Well, I'm probably not going to eagle that today, which then, which then informs their club selection. Most people think that's a 500-yard hole. I got to hit a driver here, right? Right. And I know I a lot there. of the data might point to hitting driver um, well, from Fawcett decade golf and all that yeah. stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, like amateur golfers, especially the 15, who I know we talk about a lot, mm-hmm. the variance, and you know, your shot patterns and the whole. Uh, the whole analogy of it, you know, golf is a shotgun shot pattern, not a sniper rifle, right? So knowing your patterns, knowing your miss patterns and um, knowing the type of day that is ahead of you and just how your body's feeling. That could be on 80 degrees, but maybe your body's feeling a little off. Maybe your game hasn't been as strong. Like what can you do to give yourself the best chance to hit a fairway? to be in a good angle, to not be in the hazard. Like there, that involves your tempo, that involves your mindset, that involves your club selection, 
that involves your um your commitment over the ball, how hard yeah. you swing. Like there's so many things that might impact that. And I think a cold weather day is a great chance to simplify your game plan. Yeah. I, so, you know, I played out and you're totally right, Ev. You're totally right. Because this is, if, if, any, if you guys listen and take anything from this episode about cold weather, think about it on warm weather. Because this is, mm. this is an opportunity to try out how to simplify your game in the, in the tough conditions. And then you can transfer it into the nice conditions. So I was out in Denver last week playing with my great buddy, Ryan Hosley, some really great courses, but it was cold. It was like in the forties, like, like I said, early in the day. And it was a par five, 500 yards. I was hit a good drive. It was like 235 yards out over, you know, over the water, but like a very doable three hybrid kind of shot, two hybrid, maybe three hybrid in the altitude ball was on a little downhill lie, a little bit, nothing extreme. But look, I'm wearing I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt and a pullover. I don't like it, and I'm like thinking, oh my god! And like, <laughs> this is a diff- This is going to be a difficult shot because I don't. I'm not turning as good as I typically do. I'm going to have to make a long club. If I go in the water, it's double. But mm-hmm. laying up, it's kind of like you had to go more sideways. So I'm 230 yards out, and I'm like, oh my god! And I'm going to be 115 yards out because you had to go kind of sideways to a different part of the hole to lay up and then go back over the water. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm like, you know what? When I was kind of like, oh, man, I could make eagle. You know what? I could make double really quick too. So I just hit a, I hit a wedge as a layup. Oh my God. It feels terrible. Right. And then another wedge two putted for par, but that's it. That is yeah. like, that's, I was proud of that moment when it's like, well, I could have had an eagle or birdie easily, maybe, but a downhill 235 yard shot, a little downhill over the water. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> this is a great, that's a great example. And you know, some people might be listening to this and scoff at that and be like, yeah. I will never lay up a wedge. If I'm laying up a wedge, that tells me that I probably need to hit whatever club I'm thinking about putting back in my bag. Right. But I think the point here is something that we heard Colin Marikawa's coach tell us and something I think a lot Rick. about. Love him. Um, if you guys haven't listened to that episode, it's one of our most popular ones. Rick Sessinghouse, check it out. Um, but the one thing Colin Morikawa does, and what we all should do, is he leans into comfort. Mm. So forget whether or not Matt should have hit a hybrid there. Forget it. The, what matters is Matt had discomfort with the hybrid. Yeah. And Matt had the awareness to notice it, listen to himself, and hit something with more comfort. You still could have made birdie. For sure. No, and I, and I had a 15-footer for birdie. Yeah, you know? and you missed I it. I missed it. You yeah. could have made it. Um, so I think that's a valuable lesson too. You know, just if there's... So some people might say like, well, sometimes you're going to feel uncomfortable. And sometimes, yes, there are moments. I've talked about an example before where I was on my Ryder Cup trip and I didn't feel comfortable with the driver that day and I'm... It's a par five and I'm in a horse race, right? And I'm trying to win a point for my team and I'm in the final four and I'm in a par five, win in my face. I'm from the back tees. There's a couple guys at the forward tees. That's kind of how we did uh, handicap differences, which was actually a lot of fun. I would highly recommend it. Love it. And I was going to hit my, my three wood in that moment because I was uncomfortable with my driver. But that moment called for, you know what? I'm going to lean into all the mental lessons that we talk about in this show. 
I'm going to focus on my feel. I'm going to focus on something what I can control and what I need to execute instead of what the moment means. And I'm going to hit a low driver here because that gives me an advantage. And I want to give myself a, a decent birdie look. If I hit three wood in this huge win, I hit my three wood higher. Um, I would have, I would have been at a disadvantage. So in that moment, I did recognize my discomfort. I leaned into what I could, I could control and I executed a shot under pressure. Right. So there are moments. I say that just because there are going to be moments where you're uncomfortable because of what the moment means. Most of the time, I would say 95% of the time, if you are uncomfortable with a shot, you probably have another shot that you could play. And that's not... That's it, Ev. That doesn't that's mean it. that you're playing conservative or weak or you're no, going to be it's made just fun finding, of. It, finding it, a way to play committed. Yeah. And, 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 and I'll close a loop on this situation here when I was you know, with the, on the par five. You know, I was in a match against my buddy Ryan. You know, we're playing you know, match play 20, 20, 20, 20 in the front, 20 in the back, 20 total. And I was giving him some shots. And like, I knew, you know what? This sucks right now what I'm about to do. But like, at the end of the day, he's going to make birdie to beat me on this hole. And yeah. Ev, I'm never really that mad if somebody beats me with a birdie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a great hole by that person, whether they're a plus five or a 15. You make a birdie to beat me, okay. Yeah. And I think that, because pers- match play, let's be honest, you do, your opponent is a little more part of it, right? Just a little bit. We know we try to block some of that out, but it just, all right, well, and you know what? The other thing is that discipline, routine, committing to that three wood off the tee and that layup all day. Oh God, it burns people out. It burns people out. They hate it. They hate it, you know? And that boring golf, even what appears to be conservative golf, but actually feels very aggressive because I feel good about this club selection. I feel good about that layup. It's a game changer. Well, that's a great way to reframe something, right? Because our ego might say, you're playing boring golf. Be more exciting to stick this hybrid close, you know, over water. Um but boring golf, I've kind of always wanted to be a boring golfer. Well, you know, like, do. yeah, like that is kind of a, so telling yourself, I'm going to play boring golf today. I, I would bet you, I mean, if you guys want to like set up something on Venmo, like I'm happy to bet you this. I <laughs> bet you that if you committed to playing boring golf tomorrow, you're probably going to shoot a lower score. Just disciplined. This discipline golf. It might drive you crazy at first if you're used to just pulling driver on every hole and going for everything. But uh, I bet you bring in a lot of unnecessary mistakes and strokes. And well, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll get even more specific. You know, you're playing out in Denver and you're in the altitude. When there's listeners out there playing the mountains, Arizona, California, whatever, wherever it is, Colorado, Montana, there's like some holes right there, like 330 yards. Mm-hmm. That's drivable potentially mm-hmm. in the altitude. Um, in the, but there's nothing wrong with just hitting a four iron. <laughs> yeah. Even a five iron, six right. iron. And it's like, oh my God, it's a 330 yard hole. And then I'm 110 yards up, like 115, 20 yards. It's like, that's stress free. Yeah. yeah. I could get up there and I could try to cut the corner and rip a driver, might put it in the green side bunker. And, but I mean, if I pull it a little bit, I'm out of bounds. Right. Right. And, you know, it's, there's moments where you got to be able to step up and do it. But most of the time, Ev, 
it's not the play. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Because like yeah. you're just not gonna make eagle. You're just not. Right. Totally. You know. And you're a long hitter. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not a long hitter. All jokes aside, you're a long hitter. So I think you you deal with that probably a lot, actually, especially when you're playing certain courses. Would you agree? For sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think a lot of people probably deal with this. One of the guys I coach deals with this, where, um, you know, you feel like you are kind of copping out by going to your safety club, right? And part of you. At least for me, for sure, I've felt this before. You kind of are like, you kind of want the reps of uncomfortable, tight, tight shot, but you're going to hit the driver and it takes some reps to get comfortable, you know, especially if it's a specific club that you have discomfort with. Um, I try and encourage people to like s- slowly work that in. Right. Like it's not a flip yeah. the switch. You suddenly hit driver everywhere you weren't. Right. But maybe on a whole, if you're if you're hitting, if you're being like Henrik Stenson. Right. And maybe you put your driver in the corner and you're like, I'm not hitting this thing ever again. Some people struggle with how to, kind of working that back in. Um, I think that should be a slow process. But my point is, is that, you know, more times than not. I think cold weather is a great opportunity to play boring golf and lean into what you're comfortable with. Take a little extra club, try to hit the middle of greens. Yeah. And look, and, and, and the one I, thing we haven't even talked about, Sarm, which yeah. you're best at is short game with cold hands. For sure. It's let, really let, hard to have touch. Let, I'm going to get that in a second. I don't, I, I want to clarify something. I don't want the listeners to think like, I, don't hit your driver. No, right. you should hit your driver, but especially in the cold weather, you need to know your speed, right? With your driver mm-hmm. and keep that speed smooth and manageable dialing it up whether you're in 80 degrees or four, is a risk or 40 degrees is a risk but when it's in the cold weather it's more of a risk and it's hit driver all day that's okay yeah. but know your speed and stick to it because you'll get exposed quicker than normal you know what i mean so I, i'm not a I, I admire the guy who could hit the driver all day yeah but the ones who can do it are so disciplined with their speed and they don't get caught up in those chances we talked about that 310 yard, you know, par four, and they're going to just swing out of their shoes all of a sudden. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. When you say speed, you mean your tempo. Yes. Your absolutely. swing speed. Yeah. Your dial speed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, short game. Well, let's finish on short game. Let's do it. So I think of everything we talked about at the beginning, which we were kind of giving each other, it's kind of a fun conversation of like what we wear, what we don't, uh, the hand warmer thing, or at least having like some gloves mm-hmm. in the cart, Oh, that's another thing, too. Absolutely. All, like Jason good. Day, you remember he got all that slack for wearing those big, like, ski gloves in between Boy, shots. Well, I used to wear the mittens in between shots, too. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Oh, yeah. Um, or the fan I, uh, pack. I like actually the think Tom Brady hands, hand pack. Put that on the back. Warm actually. hands yeah. is could be the most important thing. And the fact of the matter is, like we said earlier, you're going to probably have cold hands. So what can you do to try and warm those things up? before you swing because uh that's a challenge too around the greens is you know it's very hard to like have good feel around the like on the greens with your putter but also chipping and and pitching well chipping yeah absolutely you're chipping and chipping pitching bunker in cold weather you have a tendency to get short and quick Mm -hmm. um so really in your routine you really got to think about you know am i making you know making a complete move, good tempo, um, 
that's so important. And it's the same thing when you're putting because it's so easy to your stroke not to be long enough. I'm guilty of this too. Um, I get short, I get poppy, and my speed gets off. And so when you're in your pre-shot routine, really feel like you take, I, this is a key for me, taking that putter a little longer back, a little smoother because look, that weather's just tightening you up, yeah. you know? Um, that's so really recognizing that in your routine, in your practice strokes, in your practice, you know, chipping motion, um, just feeling like you're free yeah. because it's so easy to get restricted, but you have to recognize that you have to vote that you have to obsess over that. I think in the cold weather, when you're in your routine on the greens and around the greens, how about you? What do you think? I think like you said already, but I want to reiterate it to close out this episode. Um, playing in the cold weather should feel very similar to playing in the wind. Like swing. What is the quote again? Swing easy. When it's One breezy, breezy, swing easy. Swing easy. Yep. I think that's the same thing with cold weather. I think that applies to short game. I think that applies on the greens. If, if all else fails, I think the takeaway for me, based on what we've talked about, is amazing tempo, right? It's hop on the tempo train all day. 80% swings. Yep. Um, take a little bit more club. Play. It's okay, the ball's gonna go not as far. It's ball's okay. not gonna go as far. It doesn't mean that you're suddenly weak, you know. Like accept the day, play boring golf, make it easier on yourself, choose clubs you're comfortable with, but swing easy. That yeah. I think that's a great all around all around the game. Everyone's game, gonna shoot everybody. higher on that day. Majority of the field or the, the majority of your match, your foursome. So just embrace simplicity. Yeah. And then, like you said, I've, that could transfer actually into when you're playing in the middle of July. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, yeah, it's funny, right? Suddenly we're, it's 80 degrees, your body's feeling good, and you want to hit everything, right? Yeah. It takes discipline. And some days you can. Some days if you're feeling it, don't fold because you're scared of shooting too well, right? Maybe those are the days you do go for more. Exactly. Um, Exactly. But I think it's understanding your tendencies, it's understanding the conditions, and it's understanding how you feel. And, you, know what uh, we, you know what we should do, Ev, is we should fly you out to Chicago, maybe you and I on a 35-degree day, go out and play, and we'll document it, and it'll really just kind of coach you through it. We'll see if you could finish, you know? But I think <laughs> with this mindset, in this episode today, what we've taught each other, could, you might surprise yourself out there. You know, could be six or seven layers, though. Could be. I mean, sitting 180 yards off the tee, but it's straight. You know, you know? I'll be. You know, I'm gonna have a beanie on for sure. I, I like to play. I think it's a good move. All right. Well, we'll have to look into that. Stay tuned. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had enough travel this year, so I doubt it's happening. But I mean, but, last you time know, you came to Chicago, you couldn't even walk across the street to meet me for lunch. You 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 didn't even have any winter jacket on you. Well. That That's a whole nother watch. story. That was I don't, very tough to watch. To be fair, I thought a jacket's a jacket. And the right. jackets I bought in LA have no insulation. And I'm walking out in a polar vortex when it's zero degrees and Cermax warning me about my pupils freezing. Very tough to watch. But we'll get through it. We live and learn. learn. We live You're and from learn. the Midwest, but nobody knew that anymore. You know, no. I was an LA guy. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a Midwest guy at heart, but California has for sure softened my exterior. Um, all right, guys. Well, we hope that you found something valuable in this episode. I hope that it provides a little bit more excitement to go try some things new, try a new mindset, try a new strategy 
next time you play golf the rest of the year. Hopefully, if you can, I hope they're still open where you guys live. Um, but if we have provided any value, do us a favor. Um, follow us on all the socials at the Par Train. Um, subscribe to the show. Share with a friend. Write us a review. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We want. We get we so that. many of your amazing messages. We want your stories to inspire others. Hopping aboard the train. There's no capacity on this train. Um, we can get as many people on this train as possible. So yeah, um, leave us a review. Business Tell us class, how you're doing. Car. Yeah, we got a lot of yeah. room. And uh, no matter how you're hitting them, no matter how cold it is, no matter how many layers you got on, no matter how bad your finger hurts after a thin shot on the second hole, what do they got to do, sir? Just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, guys. See you next time.